Welcome to It Ain't Rocket Science, It's Just Nursing. My name's Karen and sitting beside me is Zoe. We're both registered nurses and we've decided to start a podcast and tell you all about the life of a nurse and what happens. So I'm in theatre at the moment. I'm a CN in orthopaedics and I scrub and scout for operations. So my day-to-day job is handing the surgeon instruments Lots and lots of paperwork and lots of computer work. That's me. How about you, Zoe? I'm also a registered nurse. I work in a big public hospital. I work on a ward, so I work on the nephrology ward as a registered nurse. We deal with monitoring, assessing and treating patients for acute and chronic health conditions. Right, so Karen, you've been a nurse for quite some time, and since this is our first pod t- podcast, I think that there's something you know fitting that we can talk about would be your first day as a nurse. Thanks. So yeah, I suppose my first day as a nurse was uh, actually pretty amazing. Um, orientation. We went to the private hospital, and the orientation was till twelve o'clock. I finished at 12, went up, had some lunch, and then we got sent to the ward. I was partnered with this really fabulous girl, Karen, and (laughs) so the two Karens together. So uh, we were looking after eight patients, two four-bed bays, actually. They were all women, so that made it quite nice. Um, Karen let us know that there was one of the patients needed some antibiotics and she was going to be moved to a private room, which I was pretty keen to mix up the antibiotics and administer them for the first time as a real registered nurse. I was really quite excited. Off I went into the treatment room, mixed them up, made sure I did everything right, looked at the book, checked the antibiotics. Fantastic, this patient is going to be cured. I just know it. So off we go, back to the Ford Bear Bay, and it was the patient that was really looking quite unwell. Uh, we started packing up her luggage. There was one, two family members there at the time, so they were helping us, and we sat the patient up. She didn't look very well. She put some oxygen on her. She was looking a little bit grey. We decided to move the bed. I was at the head of the bed. Um, we started to move the bed towards the private room that we were going to put her in, and this lady started to make some big, heavy breathing heavy breathing and um, gurgling sounds and a bit of dark blood or vomit came out of her mouth which I thought was a bit awful so I grabbed a small towel that was on the bed and held it towards her mouth and her head sort of flopped forward a little so I grabbed her hair and held her head back a little bit. With that Karen kept dragging the bed trying to get us into the single room and meanwhile the lady was coughing and there was more and more blood starting to come out and go over my hands and down into the towel. Uh, The family members were still there and were asking if she was all right and Karen said, well, we'll just get her settled in the room. And I have a funny feeling Karen knew a lot more that was going on than I did because I was very green considering I'd only been a nurse for about an hour. Um, So Karen decided to go and get a stethoscope. So she said, back in a minute leaves the room, shuts the door. Meanwhile, I'm standing there with my hand holding this lady's head up and lots of um, blood and vomit pouring out over the top of the towel, down over my hands and all over the blanket. So far, I've actually probably been a nurse for an hour and a half and unfortunately, this lady died, clearly. 
Karen comes back in, listens to her chest and uh, says to the family that she's gone. And the family was very, very distressed. Anyway, wailing starts and um, it's like it's a surprise. I had a funny feeling they actually knew that she was very unwell. It continued on. We cleaned her up. That sounds like a pretty horrific first start into nursing, your first hour and a half. You have, it sounds like esophageal varicoses to me, but um, obviously <laughs> I can't stop laughing. I'm so sorry. Nurses aren't cruel, just firstly, um, but what a horrible story. So um, obviously all the new registered nurses listening to us, this will not be your first day. <laughs> you're not going to walk in and some lady's going to rupture all of her organs, vomit off you and die. Um, my first day as a registered nurse was actually really chill. Obviously, I was super terrified um, being by myself with four patients in the morning. Um, both me and mum, Karen, Kaz, Kaza, are back on the paper chart days. I don't believe it or not. I was a nurse during the paper chart days. Um and I had four patients, all on antibiotics, all sick, all needed OBS every four hours. And it was busy. It was crazy. But I got through my, my eight hours and handed over to one of the very senior nurses on my ward. She's probably been nursing longer than I've been alive at this point. She's an excellent, excellent nurse. Um, I have a lot of love for her and a lot of respect. She's taught me a lot throughout my years. I'm not going to say her name. Okay. <laughs> Um, and she, but she had, but, but she has this thing where back in the day she used to try and make the new grad cry on their first day. And, um, I'd done everything. I made sure I'd, I'd written my notes. I'd given all the meds. I'd done everything. I read the plan. I wrote down an excellent handover in the S bar form, as I'm sure that we'll get to and talk about later in our further episodes. And, um, she went through the bathrooms and I was new. I didn't know the nurses had to clean up the bathrooms. Thought that was a cleaner job. Obviously I'm a nurse, not a cleaner, but here we are. And, um, I had towels in there. They were a little bit dirty and she ripped a new orifice <laughs> out of me. Um, because my bathrooms were dirty and I didn't cry, but I looked at her and I said, can I just have a hug? It's been a really busy day. Anyway, she gave me a hug and she said that I did a really good job. And yeah, that was my first day as a nurse. I do have an esophageal varicose story. It's not mine, but I can tell it because I was one of the nurses there. Um, so we had a patient who wasn't very nice, but he was a younger gentleman. He was around 55 at the time. Um, he, I was the morning nurse. He presented with esophageal varicoses um, and melina. So this man was incredibly unwell. I got a really good handover and that he had opened his bowels three times overnight with Frank Melina. So I was doing his obs quite regularly. I was a little bit worried about him. He was quite odd in colour. His HB was 85, so obviously that's why he's a bit odd in colour. Um, obviously your normal HB should be over 120, by the way. So it's quite a drop. The treating team were well aware of what was going on to this patient. Anyway, I was doing his obs at 10am, which is what we do on the ward. 
And he was scoring an eel score of zero, which means that there's no signs of um, deterioration from his vital signs. And he said to me, hey, I just don't feel very well and I've shut the bed, <laughs> his literal words. And I looked at him because this mobile is independent, um, GCS 15, corpus mentis, shouldn't really be pooping in the bed um, and should definitely be letting me know. Anyway, I took back the bed sheets and there was this huge amount of blood that, you know, looked like he had just given birth to a placenta more or less. So I was like, right, do you feel well enough to get up and sit on the toilet? Rookie error, but I'd only been nursing for about two months at that point. So he said, yep, yep. So I got him up and put him on the toilet. I ran and got my team leader, who's the CN for the shift. So I ran and got her, notified her, and she visualized what was going on in the room. I also got the renal intern, who was the treating team for this patient, um, and they visualized and, you know, was were notified. And I sat and waited. So they didn't actually come up with a plan by the time that I was handing over to a very good friend of mine on, on the ward. Anyway, the patient was getting greyer. He was saying things such as, I don't feel well and I think I'm going to die. That's a bit of a hint. That's a, that is a bit of a hint. So any nurse out there who's listening to this or, or any health professional, if a patient seriously says, I think I'm going to die, please listen to them. <laughs> it is a very big heads up that there's probably something very bad about to go down. So <laughs> foretelling for a bit here, um, my very good friend had a student. Her and her student were like, right, it's 7.30, we'll do your OBS and get all your medication out. So as they were doing the OBS, like, all oh, right, we'll just let the blood pressure go in the machine. We'll run and grab this one med, which I think was metropolis at the time because it wasn't in the drawer. And we'll be right back and the blood pressure will be done by then. As they walked back into the room, he was half slumped over, looked up and said, I don't feel very well. The blood pressure that had been done was 80 on 30, something around that. My very good friend said to us, shouldn't get ready to hit that button because we're about to have a met call. As um, the nurse at the time goes to re redo the blood pressure, this man projectile vomits blood to the point where it actually hits the bottom of the bed, hits up onto the wall, um, and blood is just pouring out of this man. So, of course, they hit the met call button, as any right nurse in their mind would do, and everyone comes running in. Um, he's bleeding everywhere to the point where he's screaming. Um, it was quite a horrific thing to happen to all of the nurses um but he was screaming he was bleeding from the mouth they had to try and sedate him with midazolam they i think they used about 10 milligrams which if anyone knows that that's pretty much putting your ass to sleep um and he was still screaming they had two rapid units of packed red blood cells brought up um we just use a the is it o positive one i forget yeah yeah o positive like a the universal health donor, we just grab one of them. And the fact of the matter was that the blood pumps could not pump it in fast enough. So the girls had to squeeze the blood with their hands. Yeah. Um, Cause this man was actively and rapidly having severe hemorrhaging and blood loss that led unfortunately to death. So the ICU doctors ran down and were like, right, <laughs> let's bring you into ICU. What had actually happened was once they got him into ICU, um, Sorry, it's O negative, by the way. We just did a quick 
Google search. <laughs> to our podcast, we're very intelligent. <laughs> um, we can Google <laughs> nursing 101. Um, so they took him up to ICU and he'd actually had clips in his stomach. What are they called, Mum? What sort of clips do you mean? Like um, um, resolution clips because he'd had um, a, a gastroscopy and they've clipped something? So they, Yeah, they, they clip something to stop the bleeding. Yeah, so they do resolution clips or they inject adrenaline? Yeah, well, what had happened was once the ICUs, ICU dudes had a look, the clips had been had come off. Oh, and then it's just free-flowing blood. Um, yeah, and that's how he hemorrhaged severely and died. He did die, did yeah, he? he did. Oh, God, that'd be awful. It was quite awful. 